Yeah, I think not only like do you have to have compassion and perseverance, but you also have to have like a true passion for what you're doing. Because if you're just saying, oh, I'll be a doctor because your family wants you to be a doctor or you want to make money, that's not good enough reason to do it. Because I have a few cousins right now, like in medical school, and it's, it seems kind of kind of pressure. The pressure is on. And it's like, well, you wouldn't want to just put yourself in that situation for all that. I'm not saying that it's going to be that hard, like all that stress, but it's going to be a challenge at some times. And you're going to have to do a like, depending on what field you're going into, like a lot of years of study, you have to do like a lot of preparation. And if you get there and you're like, I don't even like this, you kind of just wasted all your time for, for something that you knew you didn't want to do. So I would just say, make sure that that's what you're actually passionate about. Because me, like, used, like I used to want to be a pediatrician, and I realized, like, I don't like this. And I would have wasted all of my time on doing that instead of doing something that I was actually interested in. And also, I think compassion and, like, your knowledge is a very important thing because there's certain times where you're going to have to make, like, certain decisions for people and, like, in order to help them and sometimes like you might be like oh well let's just try this but there's certain times where doctors are like no like if we really want to save this person's life let's do this like there's going to be times where you're just going to have to go with your heart and your knowledge at the same time so that's what i'd say one last thing that you need to have like um patience which is kind of funny because you have patience if you're a doctor or work in the medical field, but you need to have patience with somebody if you're if you're going to be working with them all the time or their families because they might be distraught or angry or any kind of extreme emotion. You need to be, you have to be, you, know, you can't like um, flip out or something and get angry at them for experiencing uh, emotions and stuff like that. You need to be understanding of them. Yeah, I think uh, patience and uh, compassion are really important. But uh, something else I would also like to emphasize is that don't do it for the money. Uh, because, I mean, as uh, Chaplain Leah said, as a physician, as someone in the medical field, depending where exactly in the medical field you are, you make uh, quite a bit of money. But, um, and I think if that is your motivation, the paycheck, it's it's a wrong motivation. It's not uh, why you should be getting into the medical field. Because, uh, I mean, my, I'll admit when I first saw how much doctors and stuff made, I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's something good to go into. But when I was talking to my family, especially my dad, he said, you know, that's not that's not the right reason. That shouldn't be your motivation. Your motivation should be to help people, to minister to people, uh, to help them live a better life. I mean, last time I checked in the Bible, Jesus healed so many people, but he never he never charged them any money. He never, uh, um, you know, he never sent a bill to their homes. Everything he did was out of love and compassion and because he felt pity on people and he wanted to help people. And I'm, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, don't get a paycheck when you reach that level, but make sure that the motivation and the reason that you want to be a doctor, the reason you want to go into the medical field 
is more than just the money, but it's your ability to uh, minister to other people, to help other people, and, you know, to uh, set an example. I think also humility plays a really big role in, um, like, a big quality that you have to have. Because just because you have a degree doesn't necessarily mean you're better than anyone. It, it, just, it just means you've, you know, been to college, experienced everything that you need to do, and you have the degree. But it doesn't mean that you're on any higher standing than the people that you're treating. Like Sid was saying, Jesus, Jesus didn't think he was better than anyone. He was helping people because he genuinely loved helping people. And I guess that ties into passion, um, which is what I think someone else was saying. Like, if you don't have the passion to genuinely want to help people and see people do better and just realize that you're really not that different from, you know, whoever you're treating, I don't think that maybe the profession is for you. I think definitely you should have humility. It's, it's also just a good trait to have in general. You know what I mean? I wanted to speak to the the time. This always comes up um, in some of my classes. I'm sure uh, Sid's probably heard me say it before, but, um, you know, when... I run into, as being a teacher, I run into um, students and they're like, oh man, you know, I really want to do this. I want to be this surgeon. I want to be this pediatrician, but man, I don't want to do like all those things that Grace was talking about um, as far as, you know, um, your undergrad and then med school and then your residency. And they're like, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be 13 years from now. I mean, uh, that, you know, that's too much. I'm going to be old. And that sort of thing. Um, and then I have to go through this whole spiel about, you know, um, you know, I, my first job, I worked for 13 years. That's almost as old as as some of you in on the podcast. Um, but don't let the time don't let the time um, that it takes to fulfill your goals uh, discourage you because they'll go by so fast. Right. Um, some of you, I remember coming in as freshmen and then, look, you're about to walk out of the door. And then now um, you'll go to college and trust me, those four years will go by fast and then med school will go by fast and uh, you'll still be young and and able to pursue whatever you want, maybe even change course. So don't let the time discourage you is one thing I would say. You know, it's interesting you say that, Mr. Robinson, because my next question is actually about to be like, how would you speak to people who don't really want to invest that much time in going to college for the medical profession and also that much money? Because I know... Um, like my sister is interested in going to the medical profession and I thought about it for a little bit. And then I realized I honestly don't want to spend like someone broke it down for me and they were like saying all this stuff I didn't understand whatsoever. And I realized, you know, I don't want to be in school for that long and I don't want to have that much accumulative debt and things of that nature. And so thanks for speaking to that. Cause I thought that was very interesting, but um, something else that I also find interesting about going into the medical profession that you see a lot is the workload. And the intensity of, you know, like sometimes you're working in a hospital and like I forget who alluded to it earlier, but you really every day is different and you really can't control what happens. So I think a lot of like having, you know, sanity and mental health does play a role. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Like having like being able to keep a cool head in a situation where you honestly can't control what's going on. And, you know, there's actual literally literal people dying around you in that case. OK, I'll just answer. But I think that that's a great point. I was actually thinking about saying that too, like um, like being mentally sound going into like the medical profession because there's gonna be a lot of things you see, like some people might die on your watch, like especially if you work in like a hospital or something. Um, 
you're going to see people really sick. And if you're like a compassionate person, you're going to feel really bad about that. And um, also just for me, like seeing people feel bad in any kind of way, like being in any kind of pain just makes me like want to cry because I just hate seeing people like in an inconvenient or painful situation. So I say like you just have to realize that I guess that's what you're there for. Like you're there to help them. You're going to be like a part of their healing, if that makes sense. And if if you can't help them, you can just kind of know that you, not that you did everything you can, because that also can still hurt a little bit. But I guess that you're there to help them and that you're one of the people that gets to make an impact on their life, whether or not like they live or they die like you can choose like what impact you make on their life. Like not even just by the help that you gave them like medically, but you can also like have an impact on them like spiritually or emotionally or whatever. So like, that's how I would kind of use that. But also I guess you just have to make sure that you figure out yourself like before you go into there, because you're dealing with like your own stuff on the side mentally. It's, yeah someone just said my mom's a therapist but she also has her own therapist that's what I was also going to get at too like you kind of need to be like talking to someone also because you're going to see like a lot of traumatic things happen so just make sure you're keeping in contact with like a therapist or talking to your family or friends and also talk to God about it and ask him to just help you in those situations and also um I guess yeah, just really talk to God and keep in, keep him just constantly. Like, if you don't know what to do as a doctor, just pray. Be like, God, I don't know what to do in this situation, so help me. Or, God, this is really having an impact on me. I don't know what to do. Just pray and ask him to help you, like, throughout the day. Even if you're not in the medical profession, no matter what profession you're, you're in or what you want to go into, that it's always important to keep God at the forefront. I mean, sometimes you think like, oh, does God really care what I'm doing right now? Does he, you know, is he really, does he really want to be a part of this? But the thing is that God wants to be really close to you in everything that you do in every part of your life. And no matter what profession you go into, whether it be something medical or engineering or whatever it is, um, just keep God at the forefront. Because when he's at the forefront, when you let him take control, then he'll guide you and um, he knows what's best for you and he has a plan for you. And always remember that God's not out to hurt you. He's not out to um, control you. He just wants you to live your best life. He just wants you to be happy. So just always uh, commit yourself to God, commit your plans to God and uh, let him lead you and guide you. Yeah, I was going to say about wholesome. One thing um, I really enjoy about the club um, and why I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate about, um, you know, when we have members in it, I, I, I tell you, it seems like we have the largest club on campus now. Uh, um, you know, one of our meetings, we had about 37, you know, uh, people logged into it. So uh, students logged into it. So um, there's an interest. Uh, and, and I wish that I had, you know, a group like that, a club like that when I was at uh, TA, because um, you guys should know that there's so many fields to go into. 
you know, even listening to you all now, it seems like, um, <clears throat> you know, think I'm going to go in the hospital, I'm going to see blood, I'm going to have to, people are dying. Uh, but hospitals are huge, huge, huge complex. Um, you know, uh, we're going to have hospital administrators come on, grief counselors, therapists. Um, you know, it's just not this, you know, uh, healthcare is just not this limited field of, you know, somebody's physically sick, bleeding, hurt, and that sort of thing. Um, there, there are labs inside of hospitals. There are pharmacists there. Uh, if you have that passion to help people in that way and to go into um, medicine and healthcare, remember that that's what it is. There's, there's so many avenues, and that's what um, I hope to do with HOSA is to show, you know, um, all of the different avenues you can take. And, and I wish that there was a club like that at TA when I was there, but I'm so glad that we have it now. And we have so many people in our community. Um, that are willing to come out and, and share uh, you know, their career paths and professions with you guys. Um, to kind of piggyback of what um, what Blair and Sid said, my dad, he worked as an ER nurse for years. And like one thing he told me is that like what you see is like it's it sticks with you. You know, he's seen a lot of people die and, you know, from young kids to old people. And so, you know, definitely having a strong um, faith in Christ was something that you know, he definitely emphasized and, you know, even also getting a therapist because, you know, the things that you see in a hospital can be traumatized. Um, real quick, I saw some um, chaplain Leah say in the chat um, something about medical advocacy and it kind of reminded, um, kind of reminded me of like how we need like, not that we don't have representation of like African-Americans and like other minorities in the healthcare field, but, um, like all of us on here that I'm looking at, we are minorities. And also most of the people at our school and actually in our host group are as well. And it just really makes me like happy to see all of these like young minority children interested in going into, well, young adults interested in going into the healthcare field. Um, because there is a lot of like, I guess, racism going on. like. In the healthcare field especially like i've been reading about like um like women giving birth um and kind of how more black women die during birth than any other um any other race 